Welcome back to another edition of the Return the Picks podcast, where I'd say it was a fairly lively debate this Thursday evening before the New Orleans Saints uh, kick off Thursday night football. I can't remember who they're even playing now, to be honest, Jess. The Dallas Cowboys. Ah, there we go. Yeah, of course, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, of course, it's another Thursday night game for Dallas, whereas others that played on Thursday night get to play Monday night football, like the Buffalo Bills that basically get 10 days off before their next game, which seems very unfair, to be honest, in the whole scheduling idea of it of course the saints played on thursday night as well on thanksgiving uh jazz and i watched that in the morning after our thanksgiving podcast didn't really watch too much football on thanksgiving due to nap time that was discussed uh (laughs) this week uh with dave myself and jazz gillam and uh yeah i know i enjoyed this podcast i actually i enjoyed it a lot more than last week's i have to say yeah, I mean, last week I had. See, I've got to be honest with you. This, this nap time had already sort of kicked in for me at that point, so I, I was we were happy all flagging to be for finished. some various reasons. Strange for middle of the day, you think that we'd have all the energy in the world, but no, clearly not, not going to work made a difference to everyone. I didn't even go to work. I think I just had a couple of drinks. I was like, well, oh, just. Laid oh yeah, out. you started early, didn't you? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Just laid out. I was like, nah, not worth it. It's all good. Um, yeah, what did we talk about? We. The, we had... the Steelers and why you you hate them. And oh, you the hate Bengals me Super Bowl window you... is open. That's it, yeah. The Bengals Super Bowl window is open. I made a big confession about something that I was very wrong about last year. Um, that was tough to have to swallow, but swallow that Dave, I did. Dave made a big confession about uh, being wrong about his two bets that he's going to do this week because he continues to not do six teams because he's scared of winning money. Well, no, he's, I think he just doesn't understand that he's losing money either way. That's uh, that'd trouble. be it, yeah. That would be yeah. it. Look, I think loads. we can sp- speak for everyone listening and also ourselves that we really hope that Dave also fails this week and next week we have a one team bet and i hope i really i'd love it in the words of kevin keegan if he doesn't get a single win all year even on with single team bets well if he loses one team bet there's got to be some sort of time to get rid of him i'm just wondering if there's you know he's got a nice mike evans jersey to go in that in that supposed studio that he uses the uh, the study in his place. I'm just wondering if there's any other paraphernalia that may need to be inserted in there. Cam Newton nice, jersey? A nice, a nice Jameis Winston Saints jersey, maybe, just to go into that, <laughs> into that room behind him. Or a poster of uh, Jameis eating the Ws. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, we That'd just, be good. We can get that made up very easily. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we got into loads of um, usual discussion about the NFL, put some bets on, and uh, yeah, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Over the middle, picked off! Sees it, fired, intercepted! Blitz coming, pass is picked off! He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off! Back the other way! So this week, Dave, of course, you're onto a two-team bet, and we've said before that you must have odds over evens for your two-team bet. I mean, to count. I, I don't just just to say, Jazz, that the whole point of doing breaking out of the traditional mold is that I don't have to listen to you um, at all when it comes to bets. But in this case, it makes sense, so I accept it. Why don't you have to listen to Jazz when it comes to bets if you're barely betting? Yeah, because I've because I've created my own system now. That you has that, has that maybe, system, has that system working out for you? Like every gambler. How's your six bet working out? For About you? as well as your yours is. <laughs> exactly. So, so we've all got me. the system. We all look, yeah, we all look bad, and uh, yeah, but don't try. You know, you can impose, try and impose some rules, but you can't dictate them. Well, no, just like, like I said before, what you have to do is make sure that when you lose this week, when you bet next week, I don't have week, to do anything. Don't you don't have to, to be do here, anything. Dave. You can happily disappear if you like. No, that's fine. But I don't have to take on your arbitrary rules. Well, no, it's just to make sure I accept it's, your rules. To make it fair, because right. otherwise next week, if say let's let's say the Cardinals are playing, my, like my, my bet, my choice, my bet, my choice, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I'm breaking out of your system, Jazz. You can't yeah, control me I, anymore. I, really, I think it's a case of next week. I'm like the Om- Omicron variant. You can't, you know, your vaccine can't hold you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you spread around a lot, but you're much weaker. Yeah, no, don't worry. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Ollie. I like that. Thank nice. you. Yeah. 
So how so is that? How is that lowering the number of teams bets coming along? Any, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. I'm sure at another point in the podcast when we actually get onto the the actual betting side of it. But any any winners, Dave, or uh, what from last week? Quid quids in. I guess now. No, yes. not quids no. in. Well, not, no, not quids in. It was three. I failed last on week. my first one. Oh, so. oh yeah, you did go. You did I was live on yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was there, and then it was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so many bets before it. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, I was really livid that I didn't know that C D Lamb wasn't playing for the Cowboys until after the bet was done. Because if I'd known that, I would have picked the Raiders plus seven and a half. And I would have won my little triple team on that that night. Shoulda, woulda, didn't. Well, I did say I mean, to Wally, it... as soon as I saw that CD Lamb wasn't playing, I said to Wally straight away, I wish I'd known that. Cause no, I there, to there, only, there are only one, there's only one thing I remember you doing or the noises that you make on Thanksgiving, and that was you just snoring throughout 90% <laughs> I mean, of the night. <laughs> that Lions-Bears game was an absolute snooze fest. But you slept it? through half of the Raiders game as well. Well... Clearly wasn't that great a game. And but you got you just got in What do you that, mean wasn't that great a game? That was a great game of football. He got in a he got in a sleepy mindset, Ollie. It's hard he to pull a bear so, back from hibernation. That's oh, it, it was yeah. Snore so loudly. So loudly. I know, you sent me audio. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, oh yeah, yes, I recorded so. you snoring so Dave could live in I the moment. It. He couldn't be there for it, so I wanted him to be there for it. I highly enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then we didn't watch the game, the Bills game, until the next day, and there was there was no need to watch it. No, the, the Saints were garbage. Trevor the Simeon were, is yeah. trash, and I know I keep using that this year. I really I really enjoy the uh, the adjective trash on people this year. This is this is my great way of slamming people. I think, um, but I don't know what the Saints are going to do at quarterback, unless they go all out. And do something to try and bring in Russell Wilson next year. They'd be a great because team Russell Wilson, I don't think, is going to end up staying in Seattle. But is he going to want to pass to their bloody wide receivers? They'd have to bring in some wide receivers as well, right? They can't also, just bring in Russell Wilson. He's not playing very well, is he either? Well, he's yeah, just coming he back off the back of a though, finger like... injury and stuff. It's not like Russell Wilson's become a bad quarterback in six months. So, I don't think he wants to play for Carroll anymore. I don't think he wants to play for that Seattle team. Yeah. There's yeah, nothing in Seattle that's great. Like, no, I think he's he's going to go in the offseason. So the Saints would be a great spot. And yeah. and when Pete Carroll's basically given up on this team as well, that's that's the ridiculous thing. When the head coach is like, yeah, I don't know what to do about this. This is just, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, this is really bad. I don't even want to be call. here. Like, what do you mean you don't want to be here? <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's not going well, guys. I hate it? this place. The press, the press room are like, no, it's not. It's not going that well, Pete. And he's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird. Like, it's kind of like that. Do you remember that thing I did in USC where I just snuck out when it all went to shit? Well, I might. Yeah. I might just do that again, you know, guys. He's so old just... and is due retirement age, isn't he? So oh, he's got such an easy get out with his age. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's he awful really though. I can't believe that a head coach like more hasn't been made of that. A head coach has been like, oh, I don't even, I don't like being here. This is awful. I'm not used to this. I can't deal with this. It's like, no, you're meant to be able to, as a head coach, you're meant to be able to dig a team out of trouble. Like you're the reason why they get out of this adversity. But to be fair, though, I kind of get. I think he was just being a bit too honest because they've they've always had a a winning record, right? Since he's been there, the Seahawks. I think so. Well, yeah. Have, since Russell Wilson was there, anyway. So, like, he hasn't had to deal with this. Nope. So it is kind of. I quite like that he's being honest, but it's a bit too much. I agree. Like the way he said it and stuff. It's like, it's, yeah, he's he's doing what you just did. Then he's like, uh, shrug. Just. I don't know. Like, he's yeah. doing the yeah. He's doing the shrug emoji. The uh, yeah. Like, meh. I don't want to be responsible know. for this. So. Like, I won a Super Bowl a while ago. Loads of playoff visits. That'll do. I took us to one. <laughs> I won us one. Like, yeah, I made the yeah. team popular and stuff. We had some nice like uh, uniform changes and whatever after I took over. And you yeah, did make the relevant in fairness, because after the 2005 year and Hasselback not really do much afterwards and Sean Alexander going down let's not slag off Matt Hasselbeck too much he's a great quarterback I'm not saying he's not but he just didn't that team was never that relevant after those players after they lost their Super Bowl yeah that good year so I mean from that point of view 
when Carol came in, they were reeling and needed something to happen, and he did that. In fairness to him, sneaky Pete, sneaky Pete just snuck in and changed now, the game. I did say earlier I wanted to address something. Oh uh, yeah, well, here we go. About the Seattle Seahawks, a, re- a retraction. Oh, yeah, oh Jamal okay. Adams. You might remember last year when the uh, the Adams to Seahawks trade was done for two first round picks. I was telling you exactly how important a trade that was for the Seahawks and how much better that would make their whole team and how the Seahawks usually pick in the 20s so they're trading away two picks where you got less chance of really getting a pure elite talent Mm. clearly I was wrong mostly because currently they sit at pick number five so it's great work for the Jets because they're going to have of course the pick that's going to be high because they're trash anyway plus the Seahawks really high pick to re-bolster and retool their team some more I I feel a bit annoyed by that because I think that we found out that Jamal Adams was really just a, a bright spot in a really terrible team. And granted, we talked about his sack numbers being very good, but that's because they got no pressure from anywhere else. So they had to bring a safety to get sacks. And I think he's had one interception since he was yeah. traded. I think that came last week. So I uh, I wish, wish to relinquish my views on that. And I now believe that I was wrong. I'm Jamal Adams thought otherwise, but Jamal Adams was the guy to take them to as they currently sit, the thirty second worst team in yards allowed this yeah. season. Oh, Jesus. Worse yeah. than the Falcons. And, Four thousand like... three hundred and eighty nine yards opponents have put on them. God. Yeah, it's not very good, it's if not I'm honest. Great. And I mean, so how long before he gets upset and wants to move to another team as well i think if russell wilson goes diva status it will happen rapidly because you think he left the jets to try and be on a team that's winning yeah and he went from a team that was terrible last year the jets to a mediocre team really and they're going to be picking three spots behind the jets (laughs) no i think the jets were going to pay him but i think he didn't want to be there anymore i think he was sick of losing his his whole argument was i'm sick of losing this is i've all the trouble you have with these elite players they go through high school and college having not really ever suffered adversity or losing seasons or even losing many games. Look at Trevor Lawrence, for example. Mm, so when you have a player, yeah, so you have a player who hasn't had that and then has to learn and lose and all and loses relentlessly for three years. I think he's on the Jets. You can understand why you'd have frustration and be annoyed. Um, mm. Granted, jumping ship is never always the best answer. Trying to solve things from within, maybe a better idea. Well, like a rat. Isn't it leaving the ship first? Isn't that what the rats yeah, do first? So. They do. <laughs> Rather than a captain and stay on to the end and watching it go down. Yeah. But so. then where does that get you? Oh, dead. Ben Roethlisberger. That's what it gets you. <laughs> <laughs> just just sat there watching the ship go down, but yet you're steering it into the iceberg as quickly as you can as well, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great week last week for the, oh for the Steelers. God. I remember seeing. Joe Burrow rushing for that touchdown. I didn't understand why no one went and just yeah. rammed him really hard off the is ball. It, is it kind of done for the Steelers? Oh, yeah. How do you feel about this year's it? Stuff. You, it's just finished. You think that they're, they're not going to be able to sneak in now? You think it's done? Though? I think from my point of view, trying to get to a 500 or better record is now really their goal. Um, like at the beginning of the year, we had a, the toughest schedule of the whole league anyway. And so being where we are isn't the end of the world given we have had quarterback struggles offensive struggles had to play Mason Rudolph that's never a good sign um, looked about the same as Big Ben though according to this weekend I mean some of those passes yeah, of and the interceptions were atro- like yeah. atrocious the mic to the point that like particularly bad. As, as somebody that isn't a Steelers fan and I have no real love for Big Ben Roethlisberger at all, aside from being a heavy set quarterback and liking to see heavy set quarterbacks do well. But it was kind of sad this weekend. I'm like, I joked, stroke, you know, I was fairly sincere about the reasons why I thought the Bengals would do the Steelers this weekend when we spoke about it on the podcast and and genuinely believe there is like a changing of the guard coming and you know if they can yeah. usurp the Ravens and everything. It, it, would be a very interesting AFC North. But it was weird to see somebody that we've, you know, we've seen make incredible plays. And anybody that watched that Super Bowl against the Arizona Cardinals and saw the pass, San Antonio Holmes is catch is incredible. But the point that Roethlisberger puts it on and the way he played in that game in general as well, it's, it, it yeah. was just kind of bleak he to see this guy now just... 
let's not, sad let's not count him out entirely. It's, it's sad it's, seeing but it's any not, Hall of Fame player going pretty. downhill like that. Isn't no, it's it? not yeah. pretty. But he was up against the eight ball, well, sorry, behind the eight ball off the bat, really. Unfortunately, given the um, given he has a seven nothing deficit to come into, with the defense not stopping Joe Burrow on that rush, like I said, and then of course he throws a pick, which isn't helpful. Defense holds firm. One score behind. It's hardly like yeah, a big deficit. Early on or whatever. It's not like against the Bengals team that's scoring quite freely. You, you can't just settle for field goals uh, against uh, This Bengals team isn't goals. that trustworthy yet. This is why... They're not, but they have the potential to be high scoring as we've seen. Yeah, so you yeah. have that bit of pressure and the offense hasn't been doing very well. So if you give it nil-nil, we can run the ball more, we can try and establish a game plan and kind of work from there. As soon as you're down 7 nothing, and then down 10 nothing. And you come back and just get a field goal to make a 10-3. Then they score another one to make the 17-3. Now you're really chasing the game. So lots of those throws... I mean, that that's that's as damning as anything else you can say, that your team's down by one score and you're like, oh, we're out of it. Yeah, offensively, mm. that's the trouble. Like, that's not good. That, that, that's, that's the issue we have this year. Our offense doesn't click. You don't well feel enough. you can come from behind. You need to have the lead. Well, I think if, if we have a, a deficit, it's really big and we get a few deep throws and a few chunk plays we're fine yeah and that's what yeah. happened against the charges this week against the bengals of course they just picked us off or it was incomplete or other things so there was a lot to be unhappy about let's say and i do like that the players are coming out and saying that we need to sort this out because this is not good enough um i also As, loved especially Tomlin. are you surprised about that defense in terms of you know we spoke about the Chargers game and Jazz and I had a lovely discussion about how I said I really enjoyed the Chargers game, even though they didn't have their you know stud players on defense. It was great to watch, and Jazz was like, "Yeah, we didn't have our stud players on defense," and <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, well, I said that, so don't worry about it." Oh, but they had the stud players back. They had the stud players back this week, and uh, we didn't do very well. You know, you're, you're finding all drywall. There's no stud to be found in that defense oh, at the oh, moment. No, the, the stud to be found in that game was Joe Mixon and uh, and Joe Burrow, to be quite frank. They both had stellar games. So just looking at your remaining games, you're definitely fucked, in my opinion. <laughs> Vikings. Oh, we should have to beat them. Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. Did you miss out the game against the Ravens this week? Or have you gone backwards? Sorry, yeah, Ravens this week. So you got Ravens twice, and yeah. then and then the Vikings and yeah. the others yeah, as well. Yeah. So like none of those are easy games. They're no. all playoff contenders. Well, like I said, the start of the start, um, yeah, I was happy if we got. I'd to be nine eight. I was get. I, I mean, I'd be if you got three wins out of that. Mm. You if know, we got three wins out that's, of that. That would that's take kind of a result. One, which is yeah. just under five hundred, which would that's be it. in the first time Tomlin hasn't finished above five hundred, which would be a massive shame. So you can tell that they're going to put a lot of extra. I'm not saying they haven't put extra effort already, but they're going to mm. make sure they try and keep that record going because I think that's the only coach to have done that apart from Bill Belichick. Possibly. Well, we're saying we're saying Pete Carroll, weren't we? Didn't haven't they had a winning record every time or? I don't think when Pete okay. turned up, I think when Russell turned up. It, ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So since 2014 or whenever, okay. Yeah, but Tom that's a long time, huh? Since 2008. Yeah, it is crazy, that record. It's well, pretty 2007? amazing. 2007. 2007, because Cowell retired the year after the Super Bowl win. So 2007, cool. Tomlin was hired. So, especially yeah, since, record especially or, or, when you had Big Ben was out. And you had to just struggle through Mason that season, Rudolph. yeah, with the Mason Rudolph years. <laughs> yeah, somebody needs to club that guy around the head with a helmet. Hey, what about Sussel Sussel Wilson over to um, the Steelers? Well, this year. is, I mean, that'd be a good signing. Or Aaron Rodgers as well, as possible. Mortgage, the, <laughs> mortgage a couple of years to bring in that guy. Like, why I don't know not? Why we haven't tried Dwayne Haskins? If I'm honest, I think that the fact that we haven't had Dwayne Haskins <laughs> in the building. Oh dear. This, this is oh, it's getting desperate. Is this a joke? Is this like a joke? Yeah. No, this is like, like he's setting up something up of like it's Let Christmas hear, time and I'm all in. Dwayne on Haskins, the quarterback that was too bad for the Washington R words. Let's let's have a selfie on the sideline before we get the victory. Sweet. I'd rather have that and see if he can actually throw the ball than have Mason Rudolph. We can't. We've already seen that. He can't. No, we can't. So the fact that Dwayne Haskins hasn't had a single snap this year, we've had terrible quarterback play just goes to show how terrible a quarterback Dwayne Haskins must be. So why is he on our team? Why haven't we got rid of him and got someone else? <laughs> to be quite frank. I mean, I, I mean, I definitely can't answer that. I would never have 
even wanted Dwayne Haskins on a roster. Yeah, I was so. going to say, I no, that's figured that out. If you're going to have him on a roster and you're having trouble at quarterback with Mason Rudolph as your starter, why don't you go you and take it? I mean, if you're having Dwayne Haskins, you might as well take a punt actually on Joss Rosen, the guy who was considered to be a really good quarterback coming out of college and has literally yeah. landed in awful places every single time he's moved anywhere in the NFL. I mean, he didn't and help himself at... in that Falcons-Dolphins game, did he? The Falcons-Patriots game, did he? But, I mean, two picks in two minutes. But it doesn't, oh, yeah. It, yeah, but it doesn't help when you've never, ever been a settled quarterback anywhere and ever had a ability oh, to feel like you've got a system around. Yeah. Although it was, if we're going to slam Haskins here, he hardly had a good position in Washington, did he? No. So what was what I think was um interesting on that game, I was just checking out the stats now, is that it is the worst running game that Najee Harris had as well. Like that Bengals defence no, showed no, up. No, 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 no. Now let, let's just go back to what I said before. I said before. They were behind the eight ball, they were chasing the lead. One score, Jazz. No, no, no. One no, score. Because no, that's that's a seven nothing. They got to ten nothing, then seventeen three, then twenty four three. So you're having to chase the game. You don't I mean, run the ball when you're chasing the game. So don't don't give me that, Ollie. If you're going to talk something, talk sense. Don't talk nonsense because that's nonsense. Well, I'm also going to say that Joe Burrow, Joe really Burrow had under had... Two, Joe Burrow had under 200 yards passing. Yeah, because Joe Mixon was running all over them because they had the lead. Well, and because that defense stepped up and killed Ben Roethlisberger's passing game as well. But yeah, but that's that's not that difficult. This so it's still, but that's still the defense doing a great job. Well, that, but that's not stopping the run. So Najee Harris had, but Najee Harris showed nothing off eight carries to make it think that he could break something big or for that they could. But make you're not going to run the, the ball if you're time. behind the eight ball like that, mate. It's it's ludicrous to think that you go down one score and it's like, oh crap, we got to fight the cannons can just, out. Can we just take a second here and listen to what I said before, rather than just focus on the one score thing? I said they were down seven nothing and they were struggling. Big Ben throws a pick. It's ten nothing. They come back 10-3. Then it's 17-3. Then it's 24-3. Have we not learned from Nick Sirianni that if the pass game isn't working, maybe you can actually run the ball and compete in games? Like we <laughs> we saw Philadelphia do this week. they felt like they had to get chunk plays and they just weren't getting them. And the, the fact that Najee Harris only had eight carries is criminal because he is the best part of the offense, without question. So, so what again, you're saying is, is Mike Tomlin, that, Mike Tomlin mismanaged. Speak, speak sense, so, so what you're saying is, Mike, crap. Mike Tomlin mismanaged the game, and the he's Bengals the defense so shut no. it down. He's not the offensive coordinator. Yeah, but you make the call, Jazz. He's not the offensive coordinator. You make the call. If they have a game, if you're plan, the head coach, and you, you see it's not working. Game plan because you're down. Yeah, but, but as soon as you're down seven nothing, the game plan goes out the window. It goes out the window. It's all you know. It's all fun and games until you get jabbed once in the face. Well, that's what Mike Tyson said. When yeah, I, Big I Ben it. throws, I altered it. Yeah. When Big Ben throws Holy his God. pick in our own territory, and the Bengals score a field goal to make it ten nothing, and then all we can muster is three points, and they score another touchdown to make it seventeen three. That's behind the eight ball, right? Now you're struggling. Now <laughs> so you're behind the eight ball. It's just moved from being from seven nothing down to like what seventeen uh, nothing down. Jazz. So my move. point was that at seven nothing, they had no proof they I could guess, stop the Bengals. I guess at all. Jazz, the eight ball is movable, like it is on a pool table. It can just roll around and go wherever you want it to fit. At this point, yeah. <laughs> malleable. I like that. Right. Let me, let's move the spotlight over to Wilson here uh, and the Eagles. Love it. What happened against the Giants? Because I'm looking back at your. You know that you've had a bit of a resurgence. I know you're not sold on this Eagles team, but you put up 44 points against the Lions, 24 points against the Chargers, 30 points against the Broncos, 40 points against the Saints, and then you lay an egg and score seven against the Giants. Yeah, it's a trash. What, what happened? What happened? Well, Jalen Hurts was asked to throw the ball over 30 times in a game, and it went to a, a complete capitulation. But why? The best, Were they just the shut, best, shutting down the, the run? Be, no, Jalen Hurts can't throw a football. I'm tired of yeah, freaking but, saying this. No, no, no. I know, but why? Why were you throwing it so much anyway? Why I have n- I literally did, no idea. Did on the that Giants one. shut down the run? Or? Not really. The, okay, so okay. the best drive that we had all game was when we didn't throw the ball at all on like eight plays. Ran it in for a touchdown with Boston Scott. It was like a nine, eight, nine play drive, all running plays. Mm-hmm. You know, seventy yard drive. Third quarter, so what, I think it was. Yeah, I have no what, idea. What they, no idea what, what Nick Sirianni's thinking. Because your defense thinking. obviously played well enough to win a football game. It's it's you know only allowing thirteen, and you've been running the ball maybe the best in the league one over of, the last one like, of, yeah. three four weeks, right? So what what's going on? No idea. 
That's no, so, no idea so, why you would such put such a weird result that one. And that ball- is st- it's stuff like it's results like that that make betting for us a nightmare. Booby Booby Miles like, Sanders under ten carries in the game, yeah. ridiculous. Great running back. No, it's because Najee Harris. <laughs> I just play like oh, a he's reeling. Single... He's reeling still. Oh, I'm stinging right now. Booby, he's booby, not even listening booby, to us. He's just, booby, he's booby just I'm, 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 I've checked out mentally. <laughs> Why don't you I'm just done. want... Ollie, why don't, why don't you just run like the single wing f- offense from the 50s no, or whatever? Double, double wing. Like, yeah, double, double wing is what you want. That's what you, you run either way. And it, it, yeah, it's, it's just, 11 players, got, 10 blocking. You've got the runners. Just put Boston Scott on the field with Hertz. Yeah, RPO option without the P. RRRRR option. Just have with like, Booby Miles <laughs> and just just run it. You'd just have to be you'd have to be RRRRR to not fucking work that out, wouldn't you? Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, yeah. You know, I said to you guys uh, in the week, like thing. somebody, my producer at Talksport on the Sunday night show said to me, "Oh, and we can talk about Jalen Hurts and why you know he's getting the Eagles back into contention." And I said, "Don't." Literally, before we went <laughs> on, I was like, "Don't, please, don't," because I won't. <laughs> like, you won't like the answers. It's not okay. going to be fun. Well, I'm not going to focus on on Jalen Hurts, right? Because we've already flogged that horse. But I'm looking at your schedule. No, because his his floss that... his horse needs to be flogged oh, at this point. It, okay. You you the interceptions that he threw in that game were an absolute travesty. Just disastrous throws. Like as bad as the ones that Big Ben was throwing against the Bengals. Maybe worse. Maybe worse. And to keep thinking that you can put the the ball in the hands of a guy that is completing under fifty percent of his passes is just ridiculous. I don't know where Bad Nick coaching. Si- look. I am saying he still gets a pass for this year, but it's getting really tough to give him that pass at this point yeah, that, when it's that painfully looking- obvious to everybody that you can't and anybody all of the NFL like hyperbole around oh, Jalen Hurts is getting the Eagles back in contention. Is he playing well enough? Greg Rosenthal, who I really respect, I dived into the ATM podcast for the first time in months, maybe the first time this year, uh, going into this weekend's games. Because like, well, actually, like doing a full-on show on all the games and everything, I need to, you mm-hmm. know, make sure I'm not coming out with too many outrageous things. See what other people that I respect think about it and stuff. Not you guys, obviously. And um, he was saying, he was talking about like, second, oh, you can be your own person. You don't have to listen to what everyone else is saying. No, but he, but this is where I was, was like, oh, people know nothing, because he was saying about like Jalen Hurts is a really fun person to watch, and oh, he's making the Eagles interesting, and he's the guy that is playing well enough to give them a new deal and make him the quarterback in Philadelphia for long term. It's like, no, he's not. He is well, not. He's fun, to, he's fun to watch run the ball. He's fun to watch, but also if he's not there, he's, he's, I'm not he's watching the Eagles. He's great to watch if you're the, the if you're the fifty percent of the audience that isn't an Eagles fan. He's great to watch. He's so much fun. He's just throwing it on on other people's yep. numbers all day. He's missing targets wide open. He's scrambling around for minimal gains when it means nothing. It's it's pathetic. It's genuinely pathetic, and I hope they Can give I up also- on him. <laughs> and you know, you know what the this worst. You know what an, the worst thing is. This no, is no, such no. an off-season. The worst, rap, by the, the way. worst just, thing. The worst thing that happened was going on Eagles kind of social media after the game. Yeah. And look, Jalen Rager drops that catch at the end of the game. It's not a good look for him. He had three that. big drops yeah. late on. It was yeah. poor. You know who would have dropped those? But I'm not putting that on Jalen Rager. And every freaking Eagles fan in the comments section was about was saying what Jazz is about to say. Justin Jefferson would have dropped that. Should have taken Justin Jefferson. Oh, Jalen Rager's garbage. Oh, it's all about Jalen Rager. Mate, Jalen Rager got given three opportunities to make a play and he fell down. Jalen Hurts had 31 opportunities to make a play and he fell down 50% of the time. Well, it was Smith a freaking disaster. Smith is a good find. That's a good wide receiver you've got there. So I like that yeah. guy. Yeah. Smith is fine. Rager will be fine if he has confidence in a guy that's actually throwing him the ball, which he's never had. Rager's well, fine. So, no stone hands. Ollie, your, um, your remaining fixtures. Defense was really good. <laughs> yeah, you got a good defense. Right, so, has played really well since he's signed his deal as well. Yeah, which is amazing because normally everybody drops off after they get a big payday. Yep. So. Jets, that's a win. You got Washington. Just before we carry on, Dave, did yep. you guys all see the Jets interception where Wilson throws it to the to his running back's back, and yep. the other player picks it? Oh, it's, oh, yeah, I had to, you told you messaged oh. me about it, and then I had to go and find it. I found it on Twitter. Oh, the, well, Zach Wilson doing his best Carson Wentz impression of the panic shovel pass yeah which went yeah. which went this week was playing so well and still 
in like the peak of his powers in Indianapolis, he there was a play went, where he yeah. went to do it and decided against it the last second. You could see his hand come out and he was like, no, no, no. It was like, oh, Carson, just don't. Just just don't. Just don't. Yeah. Sorry, go on. You're, you're talking about our Sorry, go, yeah, yeah. I was just, just so saying. So, so Jets, Washington football team, Giants, Washington again, Cowboys. So it's so, mostly in the division. Very... You know, you're at five and six, right? Two wins. You definitely could get that, like, last World Cup spot. No, two, the two wins. football team will do it. They'll, well, beat, I, they, they'll beat the Eagles twice. I, I agree, but they're not, like, a really good team. Those no, no, definitely the winnable games. I don't trust it's... us against the Jets this week, for crying out loud. You yeah. should. You really should. I don't. I've I've put money on the Jets. Jets had a really good... Jets had, Jets had a... It's definitely not going to happen, then. An okay game against the Houston Texans, albeit the Texans are absolutely atrocious as well. But I still put us, if we're putting the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands, I put us in that level. Well, if they run the ball, then they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. But yeah, oh, yeah. How are we able to say that? And you Nick Sirianni's you're averaging, like. You're averaging like 30 a game on that game plan. And then he's like, oh, I'll just change it up for this big divisional game against the Giants to get us to 500. What the fuck? <laughs> so weird. Not acceptable. Not I acceptable. I just um, don't get it. I do want to skirt back around to what we we're talking about in terms of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. And I want to ask a question of are they in a Super Bowl window right now? Ooh, like I if think... they'd gone and got Von Miller, for instance, you'd look at them as being like, oh, they're a team that's all in. Because I think offensively, I'm a big fan of like we've had obviously the discussions about scrambling quarterbacks or not and all that kind of stuff yeah. throughout a large part of this year but I'm a big fan of like the balanced offense as well mm-hmm. in terms of like you've got a good enough passing game and you've got a great running game or you've got a great uh, great passing game and you've got running backs to support you this is what I think is maybe letting down the LA Rams at this point is that I was about to say the exact same yeah. thing yeah. the LA Rams and the Bills are passing, and, yeah. The Bills. Yeah. and yeah. like passes yeah. fun and everything like that and that's you know flashy plays and stuff but you've got to have a great running game to support it and, and the Chargers yeah. to be honest and right now oh disagree with that I think Austin, Austin Eckler is a beast no no yeah, yeah. Eckler's quality but they're not using him his production over the last like month but he is he is really crap. useful out of the backfield as well yeah, on the he's swing great, routes but it's, it's not his routes. fault but they're just they're just chucking it around too much but the Bengals at this point and Obviously, last weekend, obviously they put on <laughs> not rubbing salt in the wounds, but they did put on a, like a clinic on on the Steelers. They look wonderfully balanced. Yeah, but they're so up and down though, Ollie, because they got waxed by the Browns, who are like also an up and down team. But your window, like, your windows are so before. fine in terms. It's of... It's not. They're they're just they've just if they're in a window, they've only just like it's only just op- opened, they're, right? They've only just like. Peeking yeah. through it now, but they're in it. You're in it now, right? But they're going to be an up contracts. and down team. They're going to be an up and down team for the rest of the year. I think they're not suddenly like a finished article. But we've seen teams before who've been up and down and been not great during the regular season. Put it's it, possible put it together in week I mean, eighteen or so, week seventeen, and into the yeah, playoffs. So I definitely want them in the playoffs. They're, you look at you look at Tampa last year. Tampa were like all over the place in the first six seven weeks of the season a bit. It was a bye week. When they came back from that bye week, they were a different team. And then they and then they got it together. And yeah, I don't know. Like I just look at the Bengals right now. I think like offensively, you don't know where they're going to hit you, which makes them yeah. very dangerous indeed. Yeah. And the defense isn't exceptional, but it's good enough. Like it's good well, enough fairness- when you've got an offense that can kill you any way they want to if they can get into that group they can get pressure yeah one, they, I mean they're kind of good enough to they're good enough to worry a lot of teams and there's not enough good teams especially this year like nobody's dominant we've talked about that before so like especially you can't just say like oh the Chiefs are going to win the AFC you don't know like the Patriots look really strong now but they didn't at the beginning of the season like things can change so quickly so it could be a good year for a team to come it's, out of nowhere and win at, it. At the yeah. moment, it's the sixth best defense in points allowed. It's the thirteenth best defense in yards allowed. It's not a great pass defense in terms of its twenty fifth at the moment in terms of yards allowed this season. But it's fifth at stopping the run this season. It's, yeah. it's so one of the big additions they had in the off season was Trey Hendrickson from the Saints, mm. and I thought mm-hmm. at the time that's overpaying for someone who's not really got name value. I think that he's the player's got either the second or third most pressure in all defensive players across the league 
and clearly the Saints have lost a large part of their defensive prowess they had from last year. And you're not saying you could tie it to him, but he clearly has helped the Bengals massively and has and the Saints have struggled since he's left. Reggie Bates at the back end is a very, very good safety. There is no questioning that. I'd say that they're in trouble, I think, from my point of view. Oh, they yeah, haven't really he's got a pro name bowler, value, like do they? Guy. The Bengals defense, which is fine because you don't have to have name value. Like the Dolphins defense last year didn't have name value. Emmanuel Ogba, who was that until mm. he had burst onto the scene, for example. So fundamentally, they're a unit that's co- very cohesive and knows what they're doing, and they are shutting down some decent teams, not the Steelers, um, along the way. Fundamentally, with the offense, like you said, you're right. You don't know if it's going to be Jamar Chase, will it be T. Higgins, will it be Tyler Boyd, will it be Joe Mixon, will it be C.J. Uzoma, and Joe yeah. Burrow can also run a little bit too. And he's he's not getting banged up anywhere near as much as he was last year, of course, with the season ending. They've injury. given him that protection. They've added, yeah, yeah. And then and talk about the Super Bowl window. When you have him on his rookie contract, any QB that's half decent on a rookie contract creates a Super Bowl window for a team because you can load up around them. If the QB can stay healthy and mature enough to get by and do what he needs to do, which is in Joe Burrow's case, is doing more than game managing, he have a chance. And if the defense can carry and do what it's doing, maybe on the off season they'll maybe add another couple of players. They won't have a high draft pick this year, I don't think. So you'll have to look at the yeah. agency to try and bolster some bits and pieces. But again, because you're not paying Burrow the mega money you have to pay a Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers well the Browns may have to do with Baker Mayfield you have a chance to put other pieces around him much like with the Patriots currently if Matt Jones carries on as he is they've definitely got a Super Bowl window they have a window yeah. opening and, too and Joe Mixon this year is on his final day of deal uh, final year of his deal yeah it's going to cost a lot of money but you the way him, this year's you, going you could pay him and keep Burrow because Burrow's there anyway. Yeah, so yeah, but, I'm, but I mean, going. like, suddenly you're at the point now where things might start to stack up a bit, especially like, yeah, look, Mixon gets a new deal, no doubt. Jamar Chase, if he has a, <laughs> a sophomore year, like his rookie year, suddenly he's going to be looking at Cincinnati, being like, well, we need to restructure this. Like, he won't though because he's on a four-year deal. He's a first-round pick, so they won't do it until year four. I mean, I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, there, there is talent that's going to want to get paid very soon, indeed. Whether, whether, yeah, yeah. whether it, whether it happens or not, there is talent that's going to want to get paid soon, indeed, on that Cincinnati and Joe offense. Burrow to go with it too. Exactly. But it's, but it's different when your quarterback takes up, you know, thirty million of that cap. Thirty well, percent of your cap. But this is why I say yeah. their window is now suddenly gone from being like, where, where are they? To oh, it's open, like it's on. You see, you say that, but I think you might. I don't know. We could be getting carried away with them. Like they're not even a shoe in for the playoffs. Like their remaining schedule: Chargers, 49ers, Broncos, but this is Ravens, just, this is just an Chiefs. Eye, this is more like Browns. The eye like they're not the easy moment. games. They yeah. haven't. They're not playing the in the AFC this year. There's been no easy games apart from if you're playing. Uh, I know, but well, I'm just saying you can't even. And that's the know, thing with the with the AFC North like, as well. Six and six. But I think it's and... fun to get carried away about this Bengals team because they're enjoyable to <laughs> well, watch like as well. Though, I like, like the excitement. It's fun but... to watch. Like, I, think... I, I think it's not misplaced getting carried away. If I'm honest, it's actually some sense and some idea behind it. I'm not, of course, I'm not saying that I'm anointing them as a Super Bowl champion. I'm just saying they have a good chance to, if they yeah, did yeah. make the dance, to do some damage while they're there. Like, if you're the if you're lining up at this point, I think the only teams that I would look at of the Bengals in the playoffs right now that I'd be really sceptical of like they probably can't beat them would be a full strength Titans team that's not happened too often the Kansas City Chiefs I give them a shout against New England I give them a really good shout against Baltimore Bills look kind of weak oh I, I, yeah I don't trust the Bills Josh Allen's trash <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, I I genuinely think there's probably two other teams that are full strength. Are... Well, that I I really hope that they do make the playoffs because you you look down the AFC of like potential. You know who do we want in there? I mean, I'd like the Chargers to be in there. Um, I'd like the Chargers to be in there, and I'd like the Bengals to be in there. I don't really want. I don't want the Broncos in there. I don't really want the Raiders in there. The Colts would be fun to watch. To be fair, they are Colts, fun to I watch. Should be there. I think that's the, I think those are your three wild cards. But there's not enough room for. Are the Colts that? Fun everybody to watch? really is there. That's the thing. At the moment, we've got Bills, Bengals, Chargers. I mean, I'd rather watch the Bengals, Chargers, and Colts than the Bills this year. Mm. 
I don't know if that's just me. But again, oh, the, um, Buffalo's just one. The bills, it's just the bills one. Will make it. They'll the make it, make that, but the, yeah, but the bills are just. The, I thought the Patriots are now number but one. I think, yeah, the Bills are going to get beaten by the Pats this week, though. I think, and they're going to be sitting at seven and five, so they're going to be really vulnerable. And Buffalo, Buffalo are a one-dimensional team. Yeah, on offense, yeah. particular, like, look, it's easier said than done to shut down that Bills pass offense at the moment, but it, mm. it is. It's a one-dimensional team. New England, you don't know where they're going to come from because they have great coaching, they have great scheming, and. They basically have like a great just plateau of there's nobody exceptional that you need to cover on that offense, so you need to make mm-hmm. sure you're aware for everything. Tennessee at full strength, again, like I say, that's genuinely a scary threat. Julio, AJ, I mean, pick a tight end, to be honest, in terms of the aging boys they've got in that position. Tannehill can throw the ball, and obviously Derek Henry. Kansas, they're a threat at full strength, but again, they've been a little slow this year to get going. They'll, they'll sort it out. I still got confidence that they're gonna. I go could easily, I could playoffs. easily slide Cincinnati up into that, if if they can maintain the well, level they showed this it, this week. It's a good it's a good year for a wildcard team to go and get to the Super Bowl. It's a good year for it because it, it it looks a bit wacky. There's a lot of teams in transition. There's a lot of new quarterbacks. It's just yeah, it it does. It looks open. Now, now you look at it, but yeah, that's what I'd like to see. That would be a really fun playoffs if the Chargers kind of play well down the stretch because they've been a bit crap the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's got, it's... And we have the Bengals firing, and we have the Colts. That that could be really, really fun. I've got to be honest. I'd rather see the Bills get it than the Chiefs. I'd rather that's... see the Chargers be the AFC West winners. The Chiefs fall off. The Bills, Patriots, and the AFC. Chargers yeah. aren't Chargers aren't going to be the AFC West winners. <laughs> like if no, the Chargers no, are going to do anything, that's, that's, it's going to be done the choice, hardest way that they can do. I think like, Chiefs have won four in a row as well, and they've got the Broncos this weekend. So I, don't, I just I, don't. I think they're going to. They've got their numbers. So I don't understand okay, the LA Chargers at all. I can't. They're very up and down, aren't they? They're so useless. <laughs> their defense is. Oh, I mean, it was kind of tipped to be like resurgent this year, and it's they've given up so many points. It's just Recently weird. Have, yeah, at the start of the year, so they're doing weird. quite well. The return of Joe and James made a massive difference. But yeah, but they haven't been able to get as much pressure. I think injuries have really not really helped them at all. I'm just but like, the, but like the, the back um, end of that Steelers game. Bosa made some savage plays, particularly on that last drive. Yeah, I, I was watching that game in forty and being like, is, I was asking the question to myself of, isn't it crazy how? You know when you have a great defensive player and they always seem to pop up on like that last right. drive or something like that. I was, yeah. like, I was like, why is does that happen? Do they have more energy? Do they just read the moment? Like they can be quiet for a whole game, but when it's on the line, like they pop up and like Bosa was doing exactly that. But they're so untrustworthy. They're like the Vikings of the AFC at this point. Yeah. You're like you're like, yeah, this is a great team well, that, on paper. That's it could the, be really good. Uh, just... You say the Vikings because I was just having a look at the NFC playoff picture and I was like, it's a bit easier to call that, I think, because we've got R- Rams, 49ers mm. and Washington. That's probably how I'd want it to shake out if this, like at the end of the season. Like I'd rather see Washington than, you know, objectively my Falcons or the Saints or the Eagles. Like... But the Vikings are the only team that I'd be like, oh, like they can, you can talk yourself into it. I'm like, they're quite fun, and they have fun games in the playoffs, and like they've got fun players know, to watch, awesome, like, like dramatic, yeah. and like. Yeah. But then that don't but, line up in the center. But then they're okay, probably going to just going to make it. There, talking of opening a window, Jess, do you want to vent something at the moment? No, or? that's not what I want to say. <laughs> just, I mean, a person I, paid I, I, I over thirty went... million dollars a year couldn't line up under the right player. Just just having one. having one of the best seasons of any quarterback this I don't year, care. having one of the statistically best seasons of any quarterback How this year. How many times in history has a QB lined up under the wrong player? I'd venture to say not many. Mahomes, was, Mahomes, probably backups. <laughs> Mahomes did it in the Super Bowl with a designed the, play. Yeah, and then did the little a designed push. play. And Foles <laughs> did it again, designed play. <laughs> not oh, I'm just going under the guard. Oh, where's the ball? Oh, sorry. Oh, wrong guy. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you look at the Chargers win, just going back to them quickly before we mm. let Jazz go down the oh, Kirk Cousins' with, vengeance I'm done with Kirk Cousins, thank you very much, I'm finished. The teams they've beaten, they beat Washington early season, not a great mm-hmm. team. Kansas when they were struggling. Raiders, okay, Raiders are a pretty good side. They're not anything too special. Beat the Browns, and then they beat the Eagles, and they've beaten the Steelers. Like, it's not... 
they're not great teams to have beaten. They've lost to the Cowboys leading the division. They've lost to the Ravens leading a division. They've lost to the Patriots leading the division. They lost to the Vikings, which, you know, Kirk Cousins having a great year at the moment. And they lost to the Broncos oh, in their division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're an irritating team to try and put a finger on, for sure. It's like all teams, though, this year. That's why we've been so unbelievably terrible at getting these bets right because that is every why. week that is, it's you don't not know what's going to happen it's not that segues us into the bets quite nicely do you want to do some bets do some bets so I yeah. want to hear your two team to begin with Dave That's, oh, everyone's Jazzy. on the edge of their seats for this one Six, five, four, three, two. soon to be one this is, this is going to be so bleak if you don't it's... get it this week oh man what Thing is, it's still three point seven to one. Oh yeah! So Ooh, it's like get that payday. Oh, I can't wait get to get that honey money. and you Daddy dog needs, <laughs> Daddy needs a four pack of Diet Coke. Or <laughs> if it's if it's on a club card price at Tesco, buy that? yeah, <laughs> yeah, club card, baby, club card. You got to have that club card. I feel like three ninety nine might buy you six cokes. So we're we're just short actually, Jazz. So we need to win it's next week as well. Shame. So I've got the Indianapolis Colts minus ten against the Texans. Oh, I didn't like and that. And I've game. got yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that game at all. <laughs> and I got the Cowboys minus six and a half against the Saints. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I never trust. The so you can wake up tomorrow halfway through your bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I so hope New Orleans pull off a great result this evening. I I don't because I also tempted the Thursday night curse as well. So what were the odds on that, Dave? So there's three to three three point seven seven. Wow, okay. I swear we're so at. So including your stake, actually, it will return you four pound seventy. So yeah, you could get your six pack of. Uh, oh maybe yeah, a pack, maybe get a pack of the crisps by you there too. Oh, I, uh, maybe a scotch egg. Yeah, but I yeah, I'd probably run out of funds. You wouldn't be able to afford the cheese to make it a copeg though, because uh, I want that Munster Munch. Uh, cheap. That's a big cheese. pack of crisps. So. Oh, I'm yeah. saying you, not not the crisps as well. You, get, you just get rid of the crisps. You just get the scotch egg. Oh no, I'm going to get those crisps. That's what oh okay. Get. You had me at crisps, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, what are you I, saying didn't, I didn't like that Colts Texans game because oh, the Texans so are many playing games well enough like. on offense to put some numbers up. Yeah, the Colts. The Colts are still in the mix, though. They're gonna they're gonna wax them. You'll see. I just, right. Yeah, I'm scared of the backdoor cover. What have you got, Ollie? I've got the Cardinals minus seven point five against the Chicago Bears. I've got the Bengals at minus three over the Chargers. I've got Jazzes. the Jets to cover the spread at 6.5 against the oh. Eagles. I've got the Bucks at minus 11 over the Falcons. I've got the Niners yeah, at minus 3.5 over the Seahawks. And I've got the Vikings at minus 7 over the Lions to give me 63 to 1. Oh, meaty. Do you, do you mean 6.3 to 1? Oh, no, so, oh, no, no 63. It's like 63.24 to 1. Oh, if you right. I forgot how it works when you go put more on yeah yeah no right. if you have okay. more teams yeah. it gets a lot better more more teams higher okay yeah yeah cash All money right. money so i agree with some of your bets Holly. i agree with one of yours dave so i've got the cowboys minus six and a half nice for tonight i've got the cardinals minus seven and a half against the bears i got the jets at a slightly longer spread at seven points against the eagles so i've taken the jets to cover the spread against the eagles oh, i have wow. though although we've talked up the bengals quite a lot tonight I've taken the Chargers to beat them because the Chargers, you never know. They could have that game where they... I mean, they're both the same team, aren't they? Like, you never know. Pretty much. You don't know what's going to happen. I've taken the Buccaneers minus 11 at the Falcons because I just can't see the Falcons score any points. At least they've they've changed the spread. What was it when we were talking um, uh, with Shane? What was it then when we were talking about it? That was minus six. Yeah, it was something really tasty. Minus eleven, it still looks tasty. That shows you yeah. how far off the spread was last. Minus time. six when yeah, we were sorry, talking with Shane. I, I sent him a message being like, "Oh yeah, minus yeah, six, three points gives that up. home field advantage, right?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." I, I don't know. Why no, but, no, but this time the Falcons are at home. Like... It's the Buccaneers at the Falcons. Yeah, I mean. So anyway, um, and then you've got the Washington football team to beat the Las Vegas Raiders. That is my six Ooh. teams, and I got that for sixty-nine to one. Yeah, which for me is nice. uncharacteristically low Gronk's favourite number yeah boy he knows he's what he's doing that. <laughs> Jazz, he's is, that. Jazz is odds hunting <laughs> yeah I've, I've, 
if I'm honest, I reined it back a little bit this week and thought, let's just try and get a win under the belt. Not, 69 to 1. Not the easiest week to get. Again, as we get further into the season, it's difficult to get odds. It's tough. And it's also, because so many teams are in the mix still, um, there's going to be all to play for right up until the end. So it's gonna you're not going to have a lot of like easy Dead games rubbers. to call, I think. Yeah. That, new, that New England against Buffalo Monday Night Football is massive in terms of deciding like not in terms of just this division but for me deciding whether I'm actually going to buy that Buffalo can compete with New England or not I know basically for like the next 10 to 15 years (laughs) I know and isn't it like it's so savage the narrative switch already like how all of us are kind of like oh yeah the Patriots are legit and Buffalo ain't so hot but like a year ago, we were like, "Ah, oh, the Patriots are over, the end of a dynasty, and like it's going to take Belichick well, that's like, what, that's time the to rebuild." And like, the up... Bills look amazing. And that's the difference of lining up Cam Newton at quarterback when he's got no shoulder. I mean, Jesus, this week, Cam Newton completed two of like seventeen, and one he of them was for an interception. Game. We can happily say that. I'm yep. quite enjoying it, to be honest. Oh, I really. The just... more I think about it, the less I like the Panthers. Oh, and CMC and now out for the season. Thanks, yeah, I Carolina. Like I don't like that. But Cheers for ruining one of the best players in the NFL. Yeah, it's hardly a surprise, is it? Just like they've just been way overworking him. Like that's what happens with all these guys. But that's all they've got. That's the trouble. Like I know, I know, yeah. I know. It's really annoying. And He's it's a shame they got DJ Moore, Bobby Anderson. Like that's a great wide receiver pair to actually have somebody that can throw to. And you bring in yeah. somebody that's got no shoulder. Somebody that's got a fully working right side of the body would be useful if they're a right side, a right arm passer. I don't think that it's Cam's arm strength that was the trouble on those interceptions. It was the decision making and just the throws. It's a very different thing. Yeah, like Michael Irvin says, CTE, CTE. CTE. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Ollie, uh, when are the Eagles? Are you going to campaign for the Eagles to sign Sam Darnold in the offseason? Give him one more chance. You know, he's probably. I'd take it, it over Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Genuinely, yeah, let's, take, get, let's get still, that. I'd still take Sam Donald every day. Take Donald over yeah, Jalen Hurts at any let's, point. Let's camp, you both of you should campaign to get Sam Donald on your teams next year because it, it it's really important that you you see him every week. I'd, I'd rather have Sam Donald at the Steelers than Mason Rudolph. Yeah, so I mean, I mean they're both. Terrible. Did you read about them? This 49ers talking about Jimmy G will be traded into the year. That's dumb. I take that. Oh, they're gonna go. They're gonna let Trey Lance be. Um, be the person who disappears, Ertebus starts, and you have Jimmy G as the quarterback there. Depends how they who... go in the playoffs, though, right? Because like they're yeah. they're looking good. I know that they're running the ball a whole bunch, but like you know they look fine with Jimmy G. Although they probably would they get tricked into another year, even if they like made it deep into the playoffs. Jimmy G's not terrible. He's just like he's a game manager. That's he the thing. Was he's bad not exciting. At the beginning of the year, though, dude, he was bad. Uh, I, but the I reason why they bought they 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 out. signed or they signed. They drafted Trey Lance just because they wanted a young QB that they have to got to pay tons of money to, yeah, which then yeah. increases their Super Bowl window X, Y, and Z, like we've just said about with the Bengals. Yeah, so they, they'll 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 give the him the starting job next year, won't they? Yeah. And the Steelers are one of the teams that was mooted to be a place where Jimmy G might go to, and I'm honestly on the opinion that I'm not sure he's really good enough. He's much better than what we have currently. I mean, but I still you should... think I'd take Sam Donald over Jimmy G. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Sam Donald has been awful, Jazz. He has been. Yep. He's but, played worse again, games than Jimmy had, G's ever played. Yeah, but I, Jimmy G's had... That is a uh, wild Josh thing McDaniels to say. Josh being his OC, and then Carl Shanahan he's got being playoff, He's got playoff experience. Yeah, but he's had two like, unbelievably good offensive coordinators. He hasn't done better than Kirk Cousins has done. And you know my feelings about Kirk Cousins, who didn't do as well as Case Keenum did. Yeah, but you've actually Kirk seen Cousins him who's been do it. The best. So Sam what I really Donald, want, I'll be honest with you, I'll take Case Keenum. Sam Donald is just all potential. You'll take Case Keenum. Yep, to the Vikings, almost to the promised land. There's a lot of people that want Case Keenum to start over Baker Mayfield, Dave. Hey, hey, look, the meadow's on pause, all right? It's not going well, right? You can't just shut that off. You can't shut off that meadow. You need to either burn it (laughs) and, you know, gentrify it. No, 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 don't, you know, I can, I'm just, I'm on the edge of the meadow. I'm looking at it, you know. When you're building a paintball course in that meadow, when you're building building something different, a go-kart track. Yeah, just getting rid of that. Getting some speedy guy in, as opposed to Baker choking up the field, Mayfield. I don't know. 
don't know. We'll, uh, get some we'll weed, consider our options in the offseason. Get I some think. weed killer down on that thing. I think, Jeez. to be fair, the Browns, it does seem like Mayfield is carrying quite a few injuries. And I'm surprised that he's out there. Like, if he's... All of the noise that I'm hearing about him is that he's carried some injuries for most of the season. And it's like, well, why are you playing him then? Like, if he's injured, like, don't play him. You've got this expensive backup. Like, he's and you... If you believe in Mayfield for the long term, Which then you, you want to. But then, but all the noise that they made, they've made previously. That organization is that they do believe in him. So, like, if they do, then they want to protect him. So, like, why are they like? I don't know. I think it's the thing ruining is, his confidence and his body. Is like, the thing because we all know that Mr. Eddie Murphy has a very famous quote that I'm sure Ollie can insert right at this point if we're lucky and he's got it ready. What have hand. you done for me lately? I know he used to do shit for you, but what has he done yeah, for you lately? I didn't hear a single bit of it, so that's great. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> they? Don't worry about it. Um, so it's um, it's very much a case of what have you done for me lately? And he hasn't done a great deal for the Browns lately. Granted, playoffs last year, fine. This year he's looked atrocious and had a star wide receiver. Granted, we can argue about whether OBJ is still the star that he once was, or yeah, if but he's... injured Joe Jazz. That doesn't change what I'm saying. He's he's been injured, and I think it's like if that's true, then why are they why have they been playing him? I want Matt Stafford to fail. Why do you have to add that in at the end as well? It's such a weird thing to just tag <laughs> that on the end of that. That was out of place. That was out of place. Was unnecessary. It? It's almost like I didn't say it at all. Unnecessary. Uh, it sounded like your voice though. Yeah. Uh, no, so I'm trying to say, Dave, is that they're trying to see what they have in him this year before they decide to pick up his fifth year of his rookie contract next year or not. I know, but if he's that's the thing. In, but if he's injured, then it's not a good representation of him as a quarterback. Then is it? No, I the just other, think it's the weird how they're managing the situation. Do you think he's done enough to get paid? Uh, no. So then there you go. That's why they, that's why they have to play him and find out what they've got. And in some ways, this sounds really terrible. If you have a player that's half beaten up, doesn't do very well, and continues to get more and more injured, by the time you decide to let him go and be free, well, no one else is going to want him because he's now completely damaged goods because the injuries have ruined his career. Now, I'm not trying mm. to say that's what the Browns are doing. Just say maybe they're thinking about it. It's sad, isn't it? It's sad. I mean, it's terrible. That's what they're doing yeah. to running backs. Let's run them into the ground. Like we said about CMC, run them into the ground until they have literally nothing left, and then we just forget they ever existed. But they actually paid him, though. They paid CMC early. They did. Right? That's the Which problem. Is crazy. So now you've got Todd Gurley got paid a lot and then went to crap. Straight CMC's got paid yeah. a lot now going Zeke, to crap. Zeke got like a six-year contract. Got paid. Going to crap. So He's all gonna, you're going to do yeah. is make the running back market for the players who now should be getting paid well to get paid even less because they're not going to be guaranteed to get any money so we've talked i said on the, the our chats saquon is a great example currently of a player who will not get what he's deserved because he's currently had two big injuries and hasn't returned back to the form he had prior to his injuries so he doesn't deserve it as well though it's but he should have deserved it based on his current his on first his first two, two years in the league years. but that's two years into your rookie and deal again, and like our friend eddie murphy says what you've done for me lately it's not very what good what have you done for me lately i know he used to do shit for you but what has he done for you lately and that's my point and so that's the thing you have to bear in mind and i think it's a sad thing for him will be that he won't get what he should have got had he not been again been the entire focal point of the offense and given the ball 30 to 40 times in a game which you should never do to any player that's not a quarterback that's just standing throwing even though it died it's good like it's that's good. the running backs in the nfl yeah. like oh, it's, it's dead but it's still okay like we'll just keep yeah it. and Look it will happen Kamara to Derek, well. it will happen to Derek henry as well alvin kamara is another good example it will happen he's got paid a lot and he's now suffering with injuries much more than he had done before Derek henry has had injuries at the start of his career and now he's had fewer injuries until this year of course because so you heal he, stronger yeah so he, well, he's a, he's just a different sort of beast, though, isn't he? In some ways, he's just an extra, extra ability. In terms of if you built a running back from scratch, you'd have all those physical traits, and that would be what you'd build with the height as well and the speed and the power. Anyway, um, considering that, he might be another one if he gets paid more. Again, goes downhill. He's deserved to get paid what he should get paid, but your production will drop off. Again, just look at the example I had from the start of the podcast talking about Sean Alexander and the Seahawks had that one year where he was the MVP and then what did he do after that? Nothing. Yeah, but he did build up to that MVP as well by being a great running back before that. Like, Oh, yeah, not saying that. And that wasn't it's, like, it's... like two years into his NFL career or anything like that. He had, I think that was his fifth year. Was he MVP yep. in his fifth year? Like that, Something like that. That is but building still, up and... You have your MVP year, 
get the ball tons of times, and then it goes off the cliff. I remember when Michael Turner was signed for the Falcons, and they gave him the ball 360 times two years in a row, and they said, well, his snap count, his, sorry, his carry count now is so high, it's not going to be long before he falls off the cliff. And in year three, I think it was injuries or his production just went off the cliff. If only, we had, if only I we would had, love to have a good running back. If only we had an NFL running back we could talk to about this sort of predicament <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah, of, I don't think we did ask any instead questions. Instead of wasting it, talking back. about the Pac-12 that no one watches well, no, or fair, cares about anyway. That was really interesting, though. <laughs> now Lincoln Riley's gone to USC, that might be the exact thing that he was talking about. It's almost like everything we spoke about on that podcast about USC needing to get a big-name coach. They've just done that. Mm. So now... So, now the Pac-12 comes to London, the wheels start turning, and the Pac-12 becomes big. We get Shane. You've got him thinking there. You backs. need to follow up on that, Ollie, and get those, get that guac for suggesting that. Yeah, I'll, fo- I'll forego that if Jalen Hurts doesn't play another down for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, that's not going to happen. So, yeah. okay. Get the well, guac. I guess I'm holding on to, I'm holding on to that Pac-12 job. <laughs>